the show called Let's Talk Homeschool. I'm Davis, and I'm with my lovely wife, Rachel, and we are your hosts. This is the show where we talk about everything homeschooling, the how, what, when, where, and why. We want to affirm, encourage, challenge, and inspire you in this adventure of a lifetime, and we want to celebrate everything you get to experience along the way. This podcast is sponsored by Apologia Educational Ministries. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Today's show is titled, Be Patient and Smile. Okay, Rachel, let's talk homeschool. So here's the deal. In today's labor market, there is a shortage of people going to work. Uh, Many people have left the workforce entirely, and that's leaving a lot of places short-staffed. We've seen it at grocery stores. We've seen it at restaurants. We've seen it at office stores where we go to get things printed. Uh, So many places we're finding ourselves uh, where there's just not the service that there used to be because there's not enough people behind the counter uh, ready to serve. So as a Christian family, what are some things we can do? And I want Uh, us to start by talking about our family motto when we had when the kids were young (laughs) and we would go out what would we remind the kids before we even went into the marketplace into the public viewing uh, where we knew the world was going to be watching us with seven little you know ducks in line probably wearing the same colored shirt so people were paying attention and what was our family motto that we would remind you of? So, initially, it was CHC, just those three letters. And then after we purchased Apologia, it was C-H-C-A. And it was perfect because you were right. We, you know, your normal is your reality. And so... We had all seven one at a time, and we it, seven seven kids was just what we did, right? And we went everywhere as an amoeba, you know, and that's just what we did. And so at, it came at a point where seven wasn't odd. You know, five wasn't odd, six wasn't odd, seven wasn't odd. It's just what we were. We were a family of nine with seven children. And you're right, you gave away one of my secrets. I did generally color coordinate all of the kids and what they had on just so my blonde brain could count my chicks super fast and make sure I knew where everybody was. So it wasn't, it really wasn't to stand out anymore. I'm not confident we could have done that anyway, but it was just so I could see everybody really quickly. And it became obvious through a a series of other circumstances that what I was just doing in just the normal course of life, going to the grocery store, going to the market, going to the shoe store with the kids. Other people were looking at us and going, okay, oh my goodness, she has seven children. And so it was like, okay, we need to acknowledge that other people are noticing our family and we need to take that serious and be mindful of who and what we represent. And we needed to make sure we had a quick code that we could give the kids. And we might say, before we left the house, okay, remember kids, C-H-C-A. Right. And there might be a time in a store, for instance, where we needed to give that quick reminder because we could tell some people were paying more attention than normal. And we'd say, uh, kids, quick reminder, C-H-C. 
And that was their cue to right. pay attention themselves. Well, and we practiced, too, at home. I mean, we didn't just, you know, say it randomly one day in the van before we got out to meet and greet people. This is something, you actually did an excellent job of this on the Sunday nights when you would give me time to plan for the school day, the school week. I remember sometimes you would take all the kids to the basement and you would practice things like first time obedience and shaking hands and CHC. You would go over those things. I mean, you did a variety of different things, but that's one of the things that you did. And you're right. It was just this really quick reminder for ourselves, you and me, but also for the kids. Okay, guys, we're about to get out of this van. And guess what? People are watching. And so we need to make sure that we behave in such a way as to honor God by the way that we speak to one another, treat one another, look at each other, interact with each other. And I want to just make sure that this was, this was our, our goal was that we were training our kids to live worthy, even as young kids. We didn't want them to act or pretend. It wasn't like that. It was, we work hard at home when it comes to character issues. We value our relationships at home, and now we're not at home. So now we're in a circumstance where we need to really practice what we've, we've been training for at home, being kind to one another, holding each other's hands, being helpful, listening, obeying, all of those things. Because since we have our family of nine other people are going to notice and it's going to matter what they notice because it's to god's glory well and if i'm an audience member right now i'm saying please tell me what chca <laughs> stands for yeah go for it davis what, what, what do these letters I know, say right i know so this was the deal and we would remind the kids that remember when we go out you are representing christ first correct so c the first c was for christ and that, that goes to the passage in Scripture where it says, they will know you are Christians by your love, right? And so we wanted the kids to know that it mattered how we lived out loving one another, how we lived out 1 Corinthians 13. The, the Bible says they will know you are Christians by your love. And so, yeah, that's, we wanted them to think of representing Christ well first. And then the H was homeschooling. We are representing homeschooling families. We're representing what it looks like to be a homeschooled kid. And so when you're out there, you're not only representing Christ. He's first. But people are looking at us and saying, oh, that's what a homeschool family looks like and acts like and talks like. And so let's represent homeschoolers well. And often that was after the fact, right? Because I kind of broke the rules early on. So in, 19, in the 1990s in Charlotte, one of the pieces of advice that I got was don't go out in public between during school hours, right? Because you'll draw attention, unnecessary attention to yourself as a homeschooling family. And I just did not, I, I generally listened to the advice that I received, but I have to say that was a piece of advice that was very difficult to actually do because if I waited to go out into the afternoon to to run errands, then the little kids didn't get their nap. And so I really had to go and run errands one morning a week. But invariably, 
I like I can't even remember a time that this didn't happen. You know, we get to the checkout and the woman checking us out is like, "So, school's out today?" You know, and so she's already seeing the boys help put everything on the conveyor belt. She's already seeing whatever she's seeing and then the announcement comes, "Actually, we homeschool." And I'll say early on in our journey, it wasn't as common as now and it was kind of a, a head scratcher then, but we wanted we wanted to represent a homeschool family well. We wanted to other people to go, oh, I didn't know what a homeschool family looked like. Those people look reasonable. They look real. Um, they they don't look perfect. They're polite, but they're, they're kind to each, each other. other. Exactly. Well, yeah. They help their mother, um, and so we thought that was an opportunity to to represent that well. So the first C is Christ. The H is homeschooling. What's the second C? The second C is you're representing the Carmen family. So if your last name does not start with a C, you would have a different letter for the third <laughs> piece of the puzzle. But CHC was Christ, homeschooling, and Carmen. You're representing the Carmen name. Right. Our family means something. So let's let's have a good reputation when we're out in public. And... All three of those together were you know, different motivations. Christ first, we're representing homeschoolers, but you're also representing who you are being a part of this specific family, mm-hmm. the Carmen family. Yeah, and that's huge too, right? Because Christ is the, the family of God that we're a part of. Homeschooling is a community family that we're a part of. And then specifically, the Carmen family is what we're a part of. And families are the fundamental building block that God instituted for communities and churches. And so we wanted the kids to know that it mattered how the Carmen family behaved in public, how they treated each other. Did they love each other? Did they encourage each other? Did they help each other? And we wanted them to take that seriously. And I think today far too few families do take that seriously. There's not an emphasis on family dynamics and family name and family reputation. And so we wanted our kids to take that seriously. So what was the A, Davis? Why did we tag on an A and what was it? So in 2008, we acquired Apologia and we added Apologia to the list because we actually uh, had our kids work at many of the conferences when they were teenagers. So this this motto, this CHCA motto, wasn't just for preschoolers or young kids. It applied for even our teenagers when we were out at the grocery store, uh, out and about. And when we went to conferences, you were going to interact with somebody at the hotel. Mm -hmm. You were going to interact with uh, conference organizers. You were going to interact with other homeschool families at the event. And so at every single one of these locations, on the airplane, uh, at the restaurants, but we certainly wanted to represent apologia well and we wanted our kids to take some level of pride that they were working for apologia and representing us in a literal sense right and i learned something a few years ago that i think fits here really perfectly and that is you know in the old testament with the giving of the ten commandments one of the ten commandments is thou shalt not take the name of the lord god the lord your god in vain and i believe not not incorrectly, we almost always believe that that means that we shouldn't use God's name or Jesus's name 
in a moment of frustration or anger or use it as a curse towards somebody actually using the name God or Jesus. And, and I think that that's true. I don't think we should throw their holy names around like that. But I was in an Old Testament class, and the professor interjected a, a different— a, a, he emphasized that, but with a, a kind of a different slant that I think is so powerful. And he talked about that we ought not take the name of the Lord in vain, meaning— As his children, we ought to take the name of being his children, his heirs, his chosen ones, and certainly in a New Testament perspective, as Christians, we ought to take that seriously and not in vain, not flippantly. In other words, we ought to take our role and our names as his beloved seriously, and our lives ought to reflect that. That, to me, bumps the standard. It's, it's beyond whether or not we throw those names around. And again, we ought not. But it elevates, I think, us to live, as Paul writes, worthy and fragrant lives based on Christ's finished work on the cross of Calvary. Right. That, that's a whole other level, in my opinion. So it does matter. And what we want to encourage you families to do is develop a family mission statement. Call your kids higher. You're going, you're, you're representing something. You're representing at the very least, hopefully, Christ and your family and homeschooling. And what else are you representing? And what would it mean for you to set those standards for your kids to pay attention to those things? Right. So the reason we brought up this family model that we had for a long time as the kids were growing up is in today's world, 2022, there's a labor shortage. And so when you go to the store and you need something done and you realize they're short-staffed and they're taking longer than they might normally take if they had everybody there, we have another opportunity to represent Christ well, Mm -hmm. to represent homeschoolers well, to represent your family name well. Mm -hmm. And that is our suggestion. Two things we can do today is we can be patient with the folks that are trying to serve us, and we can smile. Yeah, we just saw this today, right? And so um, we're actually on the road recording this podcast, and I needed to have some things copied for the event tomorrow. And, you know, we go into an office supply store, and all I need is a a couple of hundred copies run. I mean, this is not rocket science. And they were short-staffed. And they were down by one copy machine, and there were people waiting. But... I really do think at the end of the day, it really meant something to Steve at Office Depot that we weren't impatient and we weren't rushed and we smiled and we looked him in the eye and we were kind and considerate. And I just want to say to our audience, how we interact with other people matters. It does set us apart. And in this moment, when everybody, it seems like most everybody's, Nerves are frazzled. They're on their last, <laughs> their last nerve, and they're exhausted, and they're overwhelmed, and they're fearful. The people of God ought to be witnesses by being patient and smiling at people. People need a smile, and it's a way to 
testify to the goodness and the grace and the mercy and, yes, the joy and hope and peace that we have in Jesus Christ. Well, Steve specifically said the following. He, he thanked us for our patience. We had some short conversations with him as he was working on our little project. But then he even told us that he came in earlier than normal because there was Steve and there was one other man working. And apparently the person who was supposed to work this shift got hurt and couldn't show up. Right. So they were they were going to be short-staffed with two, and they were about to be short-staffed with one. Right. And so the other guy called Steve and said, can you come in early? Steve came in early to, to help and work a longer shift. And they he's, Steve said the following, which really got me. He said when he came in, they looked at each other and said, boy, I hope people are patient today and don't mm. lose it. Because they've run into impatient customers. Yeah who don't want to wait as long as they are having to wait, who procrastinated perhaps, Mm -hmm. and who aren't thinking about who they represent and how they treat other people. Mm -hmm. And Steve was just uh, very appreciative of the fact that we were patient, we were conversant, we were smiling, and we didn't make his day worse than it already was. Yeah, and I I think... Really, the point is these little things matter. Yes. It matters how you interact with the mailman. It matters how you interact with the person who checks you out at the grocery store. It matters. It matters how you talk and respond to other people. And we as Christians have the opportunity to represent well by looking people in the eye because they're made in the image of God too and listening to them and asking how they're doing, and communicating clearly, and smiling, and thanking them for helping us achieve whatever it is we're trying to get done. And those are the kind of things that leave people with a sweet experience with something. They may not even know what it is. It may just be something to pique their curiosity, and that's that's what we ought to do. We ought to live worthy, representing Christ well. And so this is a great opportunity for you to train your children to pay attention to these kind of things. Those kind of opportunities. And to live intentionally knowing what's going on in the background. Mm -hmm. And not not just when there's a labor shortage, not just when places are short-staffed, but at all times. When you are out in the public, out in the marketplace, Mm -hmm. it's a great time to represent Christ well, Mm -hmm. represent homeschoolers well, represent your family name well. Mm -hmm. So... Represent. (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next time. This is Let's Talk Homeschool, and we are your hosts, Davis and Rachel Carmen. We want to thank our sponsor, Apologia Educational Ministries. Their mission is to help homeschooling families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith. Apologia is the number one publisher of creation-based curricula for homeschooling families with hundreds of number one awards. Now that's impressive, but more importantly, That's why Apologia is trusted by homeschooling families all across the USA and the world. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Have a great day, and until next time, we are walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime.